As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? This is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. Welcome to our program. This is Reign of the Tech, episode five. And don't forget, you can reach us on don'tletthemburn.com. Obviously, this is on YouTube, but it's on other video platforms as well, especially BitChute. You can reach us on social media, Facebook, and other, so, you know, Twitter, and, you know, it's just the links are below. Just check us out um, wherever you, you want to. Um, also, Instagram. Uh, if you want to support the channel, there's many different ways, but one of the main ways is to like, subscribe, and share. But if you want to help us get new equipment, it is, you can get one of these t-shirts. I got a lot of compliments on this t-shirt today. <laughs> um, you can get a t-shirt, and you can also become a patron on Patreon, or you can just send something through one of the links below. It's up to you, but share this video. I think you're going to be very impressed not in the sense of, you know, it's all about us, but about the, the information that we're going to share based on truth and knowledge that you, you need to know, especially if you want to spread the gospel these days. Uh, it, you could spread it through the, the, the information regarding tech. So today, my guest is Mike Spalding. How are you doing today? Chris, I'm doing fantastic and and excited about our conversation today. And um, I mean, this is this is cutting edge stuff, and and um, what we see going on in our culture today is is something we should pay attention to, and that's technology. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, it, it, technology, you know, obviously it's ubiquitous. We can't get away from it. We're using technology right now to broadcast. Um, we've been inundated with technology for a long time, but it's speeding up so rapidly. Um, and it's, it's, it's everywhere. Uh, you remember when, um, I think it was around the time Obama was going to get elected and they had, will I am to zoom in through a hologram. You remember that? I think it was on CS yes. one of those, you know, the tech is being put in front of you and we're not saying all of it is evil, all this stuff, but it's going to, we're going to come to a precipice in time where Tech is just going to be definitely everywhere. It's called the Internet of Things. The Antichrist will use it um, to control people and the false prophet, by the way. So just trying to put some things in context for you. Go ahead, pass the mic. Yeah. So, so Chris, I, I, that, that's, a, that's, that's a fantastic lead-in. Um, and I would just uh, remind some folks who already know this, maybe, maybe inform others who had never thought about it or, or – they're just not aware of it. But technology that we use today, it follows a very similar path in being uh, released to the general public. And this path is that it goes through the, and I'll just call it what it is, the military industrial complex. Technology goes through, it's, it's brainstormed, it's, it's invented, and folks, you need to understand this as well. Technology just, it's not dropped out of the sky. Uh, technology is a result of a bunch of folks that you wouldn't even know exist, don't know their names, not familiar with the organizations that they work for, but it would be places like uh, the Department of Defense or the RAND Corporation, 
um, places like that. They identify a problem. How do we address this problem? And then they go about developing technology to accomplish that goal. Now, Chris, you're familiar with this. You probably already read it, but here's a book that I would recommend people get a hold of, The Pentagon's Brain. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is DARPA. That's the, that's the acronym DARPA. Stands for, um, well, I don't even remember anymore. Defense Advanced Research uh, something. Agency. Fantastic book. Yeah. Oh, you know, this gives, sorry, not to cut you off, but I'm glad no, ahead, you up DARPA because the internet used to be called ARPANET. That's it. Came from DARPA. So yes. if you didn't know that history, you know, learn something new every day, right? Go ahead, sir. That's exactly right, Chris. So, so the internet was developed for a military application. Cell, cell phones and cell service and the, and the technology behind all that it was all developed for a military application. So the point I'm getting at here, folks, is that the things that are, that are in common use today that we take for granted, well, in most instances, it has a decade, two, three decade history of development behind the scenes for military grade applications before it becomes available to the general population. And we think, wow, this is great. And Chris, I imagine that these folks that develop this stuff, they're sitting behind the scenes just laughing at us because, you know, we're going on and on about how great this is. And they say, well, if you people really understood anything, it's been around for 25 years, you know, <laughs> you know that yeah. kind of thing. But that's, that's, that's what we need to understand. And by the way, uh, here's another good book. That cover may look familiar to you, Chris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's, it's, it's a good book right there if you want to find out about artificial intelligence and some of the technology that's out there, especially as it relates to surveillance. And I'm sure we'll touch on that, Chris, uh, before our conversation's up. But, but I just want to throw something out there for folks. Um, talking about technology, the, uh, the first debate uh, it has concluded, and by everybody's estimation, it was a clown show. It, it was it was a train wreck of, uh, of monumental proportions. And depending on who who it is that you're backing, it, you know, you're going to put your spin on it or whatever. Yeah. And listen, I didn't watch it at all. Mm. OK. But everything that I've heard from folks that I trust and their viewpoints, it was a train wreck. Yeah. However, however. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There was a little bit of technology that came into play, Chris. Mm -hmm. And you've, you've, you've heard this, I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Biden would, was wearing a wire. He was wearing a wire. He was being communicated with, even though they, part of the deal for the debate was they weren't going to do that. Well, you know, did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Chris, uh, I'm hearing, you've heard, that uh, Mr. Biden also had uh, military-grade contacts. Yeah, yeah. So what's, what's you, you've probably got a little insight into this. Well, contacts, well, what's wrong with that? Everybody wears contacts. A lot of people wear contacts. What? No, no, that, no, that's not what we're talking about here. Oh. This is a whole different kind of application and contacts, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, uh, the, these companies, these, like you said, military-grade stuff, you know, you have Sony developing what you see in the sci-fi movies, these contact lenses that could, you know, zoom in and do all sorts of weird stuff, right? But that's mm -hmm. not technology. You know, they're, they're, they're going to pioneer it for the public. But it's not new. And so right. imagine now you have a, a way to cheat in a debate. And you, people are not going to suspect this, except if they're awake to the technology, and right. so people have pointed this out that, you know, the, the wire and the, and the contact. So it, this is something, by the way, um, not to get, you know, too sidetracked, but the, the, um, the application of the contacts, the glasses, the HoloLens, this is going to be ubiquitous. I'm talking about you're going to be able to snitch on people. It's just like how, just imagine 
you right now you see every you know whether it's a police incident or something else you see people bring, pick, pick up their cell phones and you know start just imagine now they don't have to pick up their cell phone everything is connected to the internet including their glasses and their contact lenses and like i said there's weird stuff that you could do um from uh infrared you know um x-ray all sorts of stuff that you see this stuff in the sci-fi movies when you see this stuff, it's not that somebody just had a brilliant idea. Usually they've, you know, siphoned off information from somebody else or they research in the future tech. That's, that's the formula. So don't be so surprised that what you see in the, in the, the sci-fi movies and, you know, the comic books or whatever are coming to life now. This was all um, predictive programming. Go ahead, sir. Yes, yes, and absolutely was. And here's the, here's the thing that we should be concerned about, Chris. Technology, when, when the government is involved, any, any agency of the government, but especially when it has to do with defense contractors and the military-industrial complex, the thing that we should be concerned about, people just like you and me, Chris, honest, hardworking, everyday people. Yeah. The purpose of technology as it's being rolled out now is surveillance and surveillance folks has one end goal one it's only one it's very simple surveillance is all about control it's all about control now there are many facets of that and many steps in that process they'll utilize to arrive at the goal but surveillance technology right now and we've seen it in communist china and some other places it's, it's, it's splashed all over Hollywood movies, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many times do we see, you know, the, the closed circuit <clears throat> television cameras that are, they, they record everything everywhere, airports, train stations, bus stations, everywhere. That kind of technology is being rolled out in major cities all over the world. It's being used in cities in the United States today. And there's one purpose in that. It isn't for your safety. Can we just stop? stop with that oh it's it's to protect us so so they can see if something's happening and they can they can bring people to justice and no it isn't it it simply is not now they may use that as camouflage Mm -hmm. to deceive and 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 distract people but technology folks this is where it's going and 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 you should really read uh uh, patrick uh wood's work on on technocracy technocracy which is, and we're seeing that even rising today, Chris, uh-huh. uh, which is rule by specialists or, or rule or control by elites, scientific elites. Yeah. Um, we're seeing that today, right now, folks, this whole CDC, COVID, Chinese, Wuhan, coronavirus thing, and all this, this is all just a little snippet right. of technocracy and control. It's what it is, Chris, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, these people, even though, oh man, this this could dovetail into so many different areas. <laughs> they want to make a breakaway civilization, right? So basically, yeah. that's for the elites, and they go into their little bubbles and to avoid the wrath of God and plagues and all this other stuff, right? Yep. And what they'll have is a slave class. The slave class will be um, obviously controlled by tech. They will have mm-hmm. smart cities, but not just smart cities, mega smart cities. And if you go to, I believe it's America2050.org, hope I get that right, you'll see how they want a lot of the mega cities on the coastlines. So California, New York, wherever, Florida. And in the middle, they'll have small cities, but most of the, the, the small towns and stuff that you know now, they're already getting cut off. I saw this in Florida. Um, they're taking off the exits and all this and that. And this is a whole bunch of um, Agenda 21 stuff to, to um, basically take where people could live and turn them into animal land and all this stuff. So my point is this, again, you are going to be huddled into these mega cities when all this tech takes over. And now what the, one of the reasons why we're able to be led into this direction is because of social Darwinism, survival of the fittest, um, the ones that could actually um, 
maintain in this society uh, in, in, a, in a, kind of like an elite standard. You're, you're bred to be an engineer. You're bred to be a, a sports star. You have your designer babies and all this. It's going to be weird. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you the truth. And you could look this up online at any time. Um, he's naming some really good books that you need to go read. And I'll, I'll bring up some other stuff later, but go ahead, sir. So, so Chris, two words for folks that have joined us today. They actually turned this into a Hollywood movie franchise. They told us everything that you just said, Chris. Yeah. They signaled that to us in a series of films. Yeah. And those films were called The Hunger Games. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Hunger Games. They showed us this is your future. Do you think somebody just came up with this idea and said, oh, well, this would make a great movie. I mean, I know it's a little far-fetched and nobody would ever believe it, but, you know, it would make a great movie. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> They're telling you this is what we're going to do to you. We're yeah. going to put you in animal land. If you're not part of the elite living in the city, you're going to be those that are going to be serving for our pleasure mm-hmm. and our entertainment and be our slaves, as Chris has already said, folks, if you don't see this right now, all over the globe, but especially right here in America, there's been some curtains that have been torn back for a, for a clear view of what the elites plan for America. And Chris, I think it's part of the responsibility of, of, of any man or woman who names the name of Christ, that we should be blasting this information out to anybody that we can reach. And I know some people say, well, what's Christianity got to do with it? It has everything to do with it. Everything to do with it. And as, as men and women who have placed their faith in Christ, we should be telling people the truth about everything that's going on. It's one of the reasons I appreciate you so much, Chris, is you take on all these, these subjects and, and, and these platforms and you put this information out there so that people can avail themselves of it because folks, information, having information and data at the right time prepares you for what's about to happen. So don't think this is some pie in the sky, uh, you know, sci-fi, never going to live to see thing. The, the things that Chris and I have been talking about so far, this is happening in real time right now. These are examples. I, have, I have a real shocker for people. And I'm going to share my screen so that they see that what you're saying and what I've been saying about predictive programming is not a lie. Watch this. What do you see there? Russia planning real-life Hunger Games reality show competition. Now, now let me back up. This is a 2017 article, but he, he was, this guy was a billionaire. Well, he is a billionaire, but it's been canceled. So don't panic. It's been canceled. <laughs> but he was trying to do it. And he gave out the, the, the uh, what does it say? Um, 30 participants will compete against each other in the Siberian wild of uh, wild or survival, they will face bears, freezing temperature, and other obstacles, all for a $1.7 million prize. Um, and, and, and it goes on and on. Wow. They were, they were going to be able to do whatever they can to each other to get this money. So if wow. this was going to be real and it was canceled, what are the chances that it's going to come back? Well, the chances are excellent. And it will come back, folks. Think about this. There are people walking among us right now that would murder somebody mm. for a thousand bucks and not even blink an eyeball about it. So if you, you sweeten the pot to a million, oh, you'd, have, you'd probably have millions of people to say, yeah, I'd, I'd murder somebody for a million dollars. So what Chris is talking about there in that example. Uh, do you remember? Of course, you remember. You're just like me. I'm pretty sure you watched a ton of movies back in the day. Death Race 2000 and all these movies. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
it's always a competition and it, sometimes it's set in the post-apocalyptic world and all this stuff. And there's always something to do with some competition with you killing, killing each other. Um, you had, um, what's that? Um, Schwarzenegger. Um, yes. Um, wow, something man. Uh, all right. Um, so the movie that I was struggling to remember was the running man. And here it is with, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And this was a dystopian type movie. In fact, as it says here in a dystopian America, a falsely convicted policeman gets his shot at freedom when he must forcibly participate in a TV game show where convicts runners must battle killers for their freedom. And so that was directed by Paul Michael Glazer. In fact, here is Richard Dawson. Uh, the game show host in real life that I was trying to remember there. And so, yes, yeah, so The Running Man is the movie that just wouldn't come to mind. I just wanted to inject this because um, we never got the doggone name. So anyway, it's a sci-fi action thriller. And I know some of you have seen this movie. So, you know, again, predictive programming. So there it is. So this is Same not the concept. Uh, they're just... Um, repackaging old concepts and in fact um, yep. in Hunger Games Katniss Everdeen that's um, the goddess Diana the hunter goddess yes 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 oh so, you know take it anywhere you want to but it's, it's all boy fun. you know you know what Chris right there that's an open door <laughs> you're talking about yeah. Yeah. rolling out all of the all of the all, all of the uh, titans uh, reintroducing the titans the watchers the mythology reintroducing that to a whole new generation and they're just lapping it up aren't they they're yeah. just thinking oh this is the greatest thing ever yeah. you're being conditioned folks you are being conditioned to receive the demonic when it appears and i said when it appears not if <laughs> not if it appears it's gonna appear I've read the rest of the book. How about you, Chris? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> we know what's coming. Yeah. And, you know, in fact, there's a book right behind me, right there. Game of <laughs> Gods. You That's need it. To that book up. It's by Carl Tykrib. And um, he illustrates a lot of things going on with these, these gods, the, the uh, Burning Man and the UN and all this stuff. So I, I encourage you to pick that book up. And so, yeah, these um, Titans will be coming back. Um, yeah. And, and how right now we're seeing the resurgence of that. And then we're seeing the, the rise, the reign of the tech coming. And so I, I've shown videos where uh, these builders of AI say that demons are going to come. They don't use the word demon though. I'm using right. demon. They're going to come and inhabit AI. So this, so that's what, that's the purpose for them building it because they ask the spirits. Why are you having me build this? Because they're giving them hidden knowledge. And they said, so they can come and inhabit it. So how will it manifest in the future? We don't know exactly. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to be here. But, you know, it's going to come. So I, I know it's weird, sounds far-fetched, but we're, we're, we're giving you instances. We're giving you articles. We're giving you books to read. And these books are thoroughly, thoroughly researched. In fact, the, the first one he showed you, um, The Pentagon's Brain, DARPA mm -hmm. co-signed it in the sense of everything is true. Yeah. So yeah, that, there you go. Yes, that's exactly right. And, I, and I'll give them another example, Chris, because mm -hmm. cause you just opened this door. So you talk about AI and the demonic inhabiting that. Mm -hmm. You need to understand, folks, that, that transhumanism. Now, this, this, is, this has been discussed for years, and it's kind of died down a little bit right now. Yeah on purpose in my, my opinion, mm -hmm. they're working out things, but that, that, that desire is in the human heart, the desire, especially in the unregenerate heart. So mm -hmm. that heart that has not been transformed by the Holy Spirit, that heart that is still Adam's heart, let me put it that way. You're still the family of Adam. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want to be immortal. The idea of being able to escape this body, sickness and disease and all that stuff, and become something that might be immortal, mm. might live for hundreds of years and have intelligence mm. that far exceeds our own. Well, that's very appealing to a lot of people. 
But I got to tell you something, folks. You need to investigate that because transhumanism, I believe, transhumanism is, is one of the tricks that the enemy of our souls is trying to use to enslave Mm-hmm. And, and once enslaved to condemn their souls to hell. Right. I think that, that our enemy, Satan, is, is using transhumanism and the human desire to escape this fleshly body and the disease and everything that it comes with it and become something entirely different, a, a type of God. Mm-hmm. Hello, let's go back to the Garden of Eden and talk about that. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we're listening to that lie again. We want to become a, a little G God. Mm-hmm. I think that's a deception, Chris. And it's, it's going to come on like a, like a freight train. It, it, it is going to come on at the appropriate time and people are going to jump on board right now. It's for the rich only. Mm-hmm. They're, they're investigating and investing and in all of this kind of stuff. But it's coming, folks. So I, I would encourage you to do your research on transhumanism, what it's really all about. There's a reason why Christians, born-again believers, should stand against that. There's a number of reasons why, why we should oppose that. But this, this all falls right in line with the rise of tech that we've been talking about here. Here's a, here's a much smaller example, but I think this example is being, is being pushed and used for conditioning purposes. Yeah. And, and that's the number of people, Chris, it's alarming to me, and I'm gonna to toss it back to you for, for your thoughts, but mm-hmm. it's alarming to me the number of people that are voluntarily going and having chips uh, inserted into their hands mm-hmm. um, for any number of reasons. Now they started out with our pets, right? Yeah. Well, let's do it for, let's do it. And, and people love their pets, so they'll, they'll willingly do that and, you, you know, and it'll help track them down when they get lost. I mean, we'll sell it that way. And, and then they started rolling it out for our kids. Well, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll track the kids down if somebody grabs them and tries to kidnap them. It's for their own safety. How's come they're always pushing all this stuff from the safety angle, Chris? Right. It's always about yeah. safety, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Our own safety. Well, you know what it says? I think it's First Thessalonians 5. When they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction will come upon them. Folks, you got to be very wary of these companies in any government that's pushing these kinds of things, injecting something into you. It's tracking and it's control is what it is, folks. Chris, what do you think about that? Um, I'm, I'm going to touch on some of your points. Hey, totally right. And listen, folks, the United Nations is a major part of this, okay? Full of technocrats. Uh, then you have Davos, you have the World Economic Forum, you have the Bilderbergs, and on and on it goes. Um, peace and safety. Lo and behold, my pastor, Pastor Billy, he, he, we did a film, it's called Seals, okay? And he went to the United Nations. And their motto is peace and safety. Yeah. The Bible's always correct. Always yes, amen. Okay. And God reveals his truth in some, some, some weird ways. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, I didn't expect that angle. Right. And so you're mm-hmm. right. Also about the convenience factor. It's always about for the good of humanity. Well, let's just translate that. What that translate to is humanism. Humans can work out our problems. We don't need an outside force. We don't need God. In fact, is there really a God, you know? And so you see it in the films and all this stuff, humans can come together and we can make the universe better. You see it in the, in the Avengers movies and all whole sorts of different movies, right? And yes. I can't remember what verse it is. I think it's in, uh, I think it's Psalm 1, if I'm not mistaken, about the kings of the earth. and, and the, Psalm 2. Psalm 2? Okay. Yep. And they're, yep. they're doing... Uh, all these weird stuff against the Almighty. But there's a part where the kings of the earth turn their weapons on Jesus when he returns. That's technology. That's humanism. That's blasphemy. Any other word you want to use, okay? Now, as you said, you got the pets, you got the Alzheimer's patients. Um, Here's another point. This is 
my goodness. I found out about this around 2007, 2008, and that was already old news, okay? These people were putting RFID chips in their shoulders and uh, back of their arm or whatever to get into nightclubs in a VIP, into VIP. So you're willing for somebody to stick something in your body just to get into a club to have fun? Really? It's, it's, and, and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure it's still going on because um, in Sweden, they're, they're going cashless in some other countries as well. So listen, this is real. This is happening in real time. The, the, the frog in the, in, the, in the boiling pot, you know, you, you put the frog in and, you know, you don't, it's cold. Then you turn it up a little bit. It gets warmer. Turn up a little bit more. Eventually, the frog is boiling and doesn't even know it. And then you're dead. Right. So they yep. use this sort of system to condition us into accepting the technology, but many are willing to accept it because they've been inundated with all sorts of stuff. I'm not saying if you watch sci-fi, you're going to be as acceptable, but some are, it's just the truth. You know, I, I was thinking a bunch of crazy stuff before God really um, opened up to my mind to some concepts that we're talking about today. And I, I was all for future tech and, and all this stuff. And I, then God opened up my mind. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I want to go the other way, <laughs> right? I, I was going to buy a Tesla, a Tesla that cost a hundred and something thousand dollars. I was just living for the world. I would never buy it now because, you know, easily these things can get hacked into. And yeah, you're going to say, well, not everybody's car is getting hacked into, but go look up the articles about the burning cars and the cars that drove off the road by themselves, all sorts of stuff, okay? So... Um, there's another point I want to get to re 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 regarding video games, but I'm going to let you go before I get there. Okay, so so talking about cars, Chris, this is something that's, I think the technology is already there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know that it's been, that it's been uh, rolled out yet, i.e. included in uh, mass manufacturing or production of automobiles I wouldn't be surprised, and we can mark the time, you know, this is 2020, I wouldn't be surprised if we learn, well, if the Lord tarries and we're still here, mm -hmm. and that's a big if. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years we don't learn, well, you know, back in 2020, that technology was already in, in automobiles, but they didn't let anybody know about it then. What am I talking about? I'm talking about kill switches or, or, or electronics in vehicles that can disable, oh. number one, or number two, um, take over the driving function of that and deliver a person to a destination they never intended to go to, uh, i.e. kidnapping. Now, some people are thinking, there's no way they would never you better you better back up because i'm here to tell you that technology is already available whether or not they're implementing it that's a whole nother question i can't speak to that perhaps chris will because he's got a smile on his face <laughs> you know <laughs> you know i have something man and um i, I, want, this to, I want this thing to just to show correctly when i show it man because i got a couple of articles here they might show a little tiny for you because my computer's bugging out a little bit um give me a second here um listen the technology is here people it's here and uh, like I said before, it's happening in real time. Real time means real time. I don't think I need to explain anymore. Okay. Yeah. Now watch this. I'm gonna share the screen. Bomb. What do you see there? Finance company shuts down vehicles too soon. Lawsuit alleges. Right. They're using this technology to do that. There's another article. Um, if it goes, all right, there we go. Device allows dealers to disable cars for late payments. <laughs> right? And so, oh, my. Folks, this is old news. Look at the timestamp. Look at the date. 2015. Okay? Here's another one. Miss a payment? Good luck moving that car. <laughs> 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 New York Times, right? 
Um, RFID systems for the passenger car rental industry. All right. So uh, they're going to use RFID technology to know exactly where you're going with that car. No more theft. And they can possibly shut it down if you do something wrong. They'll know if that accident that you reported wasn't really uh, the truth. Um, What's this? Um, Welcome to the whole picture with driver ID. Um, A look into... What's that? Uh, Fleet Matrix revealed driver management software. So we got, um, you know, the apps and all this stuff. They will be able to know everything, basically. That's the short version. Um, Wow. GPS truck tracking benefits your business. Um, And we haven't even gotten to self-driving trucks. But, you know, for, for the human drivers, here we go. You will be tracked everywhere you go. So you think on that job, you can go sleep or for you guys that sleep around with, you know, prostitutes, you think you're just going to stop at that brothel and no one knows. Uh, no, uh, the benefit think of again. RFID, yeah. The benefits of RFID driving identification and GPS tr- truck tracking. I'm just giving you a couple here so that you can see. Um, let me see what this, uh, sorry human-centric GPS tracking and monitoring. This was a PDF. I didn't finish reading it, but there you have it. You, can, you got the title there. For those that are just listening on the, on the podcast, the PDF is the Emerging Ethics of Human-Centric GPS Tracking and Monitoring. Um, so you can go look that up for yourself. We have um, IBM Watson works with humans to outthink challenges, and that's the, another um, subject we're going to get into. But right now we're on yeah. the automotive industry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, we've known that this technology has been in use for a long time in the trucking industry. Yeah. Trucks and their trailers can be tracked. Um, and we've known from a manufacturing uh, context or standpoint that this technology has been around for a long time. They, they attach RFID chips to, to products um think about it folks anti-theft think about that technology they Mm -hmm. put those chips into products that well they have a propensity to just disappear off shelves and don't go through the checkout you know what i'm saying (laughs) well they put those things they put those things on those products and you go out that through those little uh arches and beep 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 Mm -hmm. starts alerting people this kind of technology has been out for a long time. Yeah. And again, to go back to what we started uh, the, the program with, Chris, uh, when it gets down to us and, and, and gets a, a, a wide commercial application, that's about 30 years down the road from this technology as it's been developed. Yeah. And again, it was, it was developed for a military application mm-hmm. first. And then they found a general consumer application to really cash in the money. But the people that are making the money are the people that hold the patents and and all of that for these products. But anyway, IBM Watson, the story's been around for a long time. We've watched this really in, 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 in real time, as you said, Chris, develop and, and they were just playing around when, uh, when Watson was playing chess. Chris, that that was just, you know, trying to humor the the public and show a a softer, gentler side of of invasive technology. But what's going on with Watson today? That's that's the real question, right? Yeah. What is going on with Watson today, Chris? What do you got for us? Well, um, I'll give the, the audience a clue to how they see Watson was on Jeopardy, right? how you you build ai is feeding it information feeding it information so of course jeopardy is just perfect you know you got the questions give the answer and then the computer does its calculations and all this stuff when it comes to google ai they're feeding the book they're feeding the world's books they're buying books by the millions and spending a ton of money to feed their ai but think about this this is just books every search result that every search result that you do goes into that AI. Everything in your Gmail, everything um, with their new um, assistant, everything linked to Google gets fed to the AI. 
So just yep. bear that in mind so that you understand where we're going to go next. Okay. So uh, let me back, go back and share my screen again. It's basically uh, where we ended off a minute ago, where IBM Watson works with humans to outthink challenges. So now we're getting to human integration. Okay. And as you've read in that book, they wanted to hook us up with AI, um, the Pentagon's brain. They, they wanted to hook us up with AI for a long time. Um, people like Linklider and I forget some of the names. Um, in this one, we have, um, this is IBM, an IBM commercial. Um, and the premise of this was the, the, they will know everywhere you are and they will be able to give you directions. And so the truck stops in the road and she's telling them different stuff and blah, blah, blah. This one is what you mentioned earlier where we have all this technology and soon you will be able to just walk through the door um, without a cashier's assistant. All the self um, checkouts now, this is what it's leading to. But eventually those self checkouts will not even exist anymore. You'll just go pick up your product and walk out. It'll be the link to your cell phone or chip in your hand or hey, Bible talks about the forehead, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's for your convenience though chris right all right <laughs> so um amazon amazon has a a store where you actually do this through it's linked to your, your your cell phone but going back to watson um i have the article here but some of my pictures are mixed up um watson is now watching our financial markets so our financial markets were already controlled by a computer system man listen you go back and look at some of the videos from the 70s you you you'll you'll be blown away to what they could do back then with things that with these systems that were pretty ugly but they're powerful right so we have watson watching our financial market when you go on a website and you see a little bubble pop up it's an ai it's not just as somebody, a little assistant sitting there 24 seven for you to come and talk to them, you know? So um, this whole idea of artificial intelligence can be broken down into many different parts, many different parts. They have propaganda on TV. It's been around for so long. We're talking about what well, comic books, you got Ultron, you got Brainiac, uh, Star Trek, you have Data. <laughs> um, Star Wars, you have C-3PO and R2-D2. What do you think those things are? They call it droids, but it's artificial intelligence. C-3PO uh, translates 6 million languages. That's not some uh, small processing power, okay? So we're just pointing out some things here that you could use, take the notes, do your research, and um, get some of these books, you know, uh, that will help you to basically dissect the information so that you can start conversations and again, preach the gospel. Go ahead, sir. Yes, absolutely. And I, I, so, so while you're sharing all that, Chris, I'm thinking, you know what, this is really, um, this goes right back to social media. Now think about this folks, social media is, is nothing than uh, more than, or certainly not less than mm -hmm. um, AI testing grounds. Mm -hmm. yes. data collection points. Mm -hmm. um, think about all the algorithms and all the formulas and the computer code and everything. Yeah. Folks, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> people yeah. just think social media is, well, you know, it's this platform and we're showing pictures with my family out in California. And it's like, well, actually, there is a profile, a file with your name on it mm -hmm. and all of this information. And it includes predictive, predictive, predictive information that mm -hmm. they've gathered from your post, the things you've liked, the things you follow, the groups you belong to. It is actually constructing a profile of who you are. And I'm going to, I'm going to say this, Chris, cause I think it's true. Yeah. They're pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. 
they are pretty accurate because there are so many folks, millions of people that don't understand that social media is really just a, uh, it's just a curtain that intelligence communities, not just in America, but other uh, security and intelligence communities, I'm talking about FBI, CIA, the Mossad, MI5, you, yeah. whoever, whomever, mm-hmm. because folks, here's the deal. We can talk about how wicked the CIA is or the Mossad or, or whomever. They're all in cahoots. Yeah. They're all exchanging information. They're all in cahoots. They're all trying to do the same thing. They're, the, the, the money pot is the same. Mm-hmm. Paying all of this. Where I'm going with this is this. When you go to social media and you put stuff out there and you think, well, that's, you know, I'm just sharing stuff with my, no, actually what you're doing is you are hand delivering, mm-hmm. you're hand delivering information yeah. for those people that are building a profile. Well, why are they building profiles? Well, I don't care if they send me ads and no, no, that's not the point. That's not the purpose. Oh, now, yeah. now, now they're going to do that to make you think, well, that's it. That's the end game. That's not the end game. Information, Chris, what's the old saying? Information is power. Mm-hmm. Information is power. They, they have already, and I'm sure they've done it with me. Mm-hmm. They've done it with you. They've done it with anybody that has a social media presence. Yeah. They're trying to predict your next moves or your very probable moves or decisions when certain events happen now some people may hear that chris and they'll think well that's sure conspiratorial it's like well you need to understand something when we're talking about tech remember what we said Mm. tech is all about surveillance and surveillance is all about control that is the direction that we're moving in it's Mm. all about control governments when they are not informed by biblical ethics Mm. governments will start moving towards tyranny. It's a proven fact. We're seeing in America today, this Chinese Wuhan coronavirus has Mm. exposed all these tyrants for what they really are. They want control. Mm -hmm. So social media is one of those things. There's technology behind it. It's some very sophisticated code, language, algorithms, artificial intelligence to, to Chris's point about Watson, artificial intelligence is learning at exponential leaps. It's starting to concern, and and I know you've probably seen it too, Chris, it's starting to concern uh, folks whose whose field of research and writing is is ethics. Uh It's starting to concern folks that AI is going to, it's the, the, they say it's going to get loose. Mm -hmm. It's going to get away from us. And then we're going to have a real problem because it's going to be able to control, manage, and do some real damage. So uh, I better toss it back to you at this point, Chris, because I'll just keep going on this tangent. But, but, it, but, but AI, folks, it's not the answer. It is not the answer. It is going to be a serious, serious problem if we don't keep this harnessed. And I'm afraid that the wrong people are at the controls of AI and they're going to use it intentionally against us, Chris. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Um, But let me go back to a couple of your points so I can circle right back to where we just stopped. (laughs) Pre-crime. Pre-crime. If if you've seen the movie Minority Report, it's where the the police, they have a system ran by some uh, three, like a false trinity of psychics, okay? And they use technology and their occult powers to find people um, before they do a crime, okay? That's a simple explanation. Obama, while he was in office, started a system that started to develop pre-crime. You could go look at the articles. I'm not lying to you. It's not far-fetched real it's not it's not the same system as the movie but it is technology i'm not you know there could be an occult connection 
But I'll, I'll leave that where it, I'll digress. As far as AI, you have level one, which is the kind that's in your video game, in your phones, okay? You have level two, you have a level three, level four, and it goes on until you reach the, um, the singularity, which is where AI becomes self-aware. It knows it, it, like, you know, when God says, I am that I am, well, the artificial intelligence would say the same thing. In fact, um, Ultron um, in the Avengers movie says, you know, he says it really quick, I am, you know? And th that was a movement going on through the music industry and all these TV shows, they would say I am because they want to be like God, okay? And so anyway, as we move forward, you have TikTok. There was a problem with China, but it's technology that can submit any technology that can send a signal can receive a signal. And so yes. any, any technology can be used for the, the, the wrong reasons. You, what we're using right now is Zoom. They had a problem with Zoom and China tapping into Zoom. I, they claim it's fixed, whatever. Watch these systems that you love to jump on, okay? Now, as far as your iPhone, and your galaxies, um, the GPS signal. I used to have a GPS without a phone one time. I was amazed by it. It was just telling me exactly where I am. And I was excited to hook up with it. I told you I was, I was into future technology, right? And so <laughs> yeah. the day that my iPhone said, you're going to church or whatever location, I was like, wait a minute, this is getting creepy. But you see, we got used to that. And now they want us to have the yep. contact tracing. They know things about you. They know when you they know when you didn't install that app. They know that you don't want to do it. There's a reason that they keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And so anyway, a lot of us are a uh, we are excited for the upgrade. And that leads me to another point going circling back to one of your other points earlier about transhumanism. I'm going to keep echoing this statement. Human 2.0. You can look it up online. It's in National Geographics. It's all over the place. Human 2.0. Because they want us infused with tech. Going back to that slave class. Going back to people wanting to become gods. This is a fact. In fact, um, one of some of the uh, agencies, uh, when it comes to like Skywatch TV group, they said that they're the middle of you. The milieu is a group of people that, you know, whatever. And so they're fighting against te uh, technocracy and transhumanism. So they wrote papers about them. They'll do the same to us because we are the divided line between people that are not saved, that are just moral people, and people that are not saved, that are tyrannical. Okay? We bring the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ with truth. This is not conspiracy theory. This is not something we're just making up to get views or, listen, I don't make no money from YouTube, so you can't <laughs> say I'm doing that, right? Listen. That's all right. This is important information for you to discern the coming times, okay? And listen, I say this all the time. I think God gave me the revelation that even though the rapture is imminent, the new world order can be in place by then. The third temple can be in place by then. A lot of things could be in place by then. We, we don't know how far God is going to let all this go, but we see the signs. We know the season of his coming, right? And it doesn't matter. You know, some people like, I remember somebody said something, you know, we've gone through all this stuff, but Jesus can come back in 300 years. I kind of rolled my eyes. But at the same time, does it matter if he comes back in 300 years? We still have to warn. People still are going to hell. People are still going to take this technology and destroy their lives. You don't understand the nightmare that's coming. And I'm not trying to be sensational and, and try to scare people. Imagine, not to go off of you know, too much of the stuff we're talking about now, but imagine a scenario where you're in this um, hologram environment or virtual reality environment and you can't get out because you're stuck there because your brain is infused with tech and there was a glitch imagine that 
imagine you like these horror games and you go into this scenario where there's Resident Evil or something similar. They have some really sick horror games out there and you get stuck in one of those things. What if it's not even getting stuck? What if your brain starts not being able to recognize reality? This is crazy stuff and it's all plausible. Trust me. Black Mirror. They had an episode. I couldn't even stand watching the episode. I just had to kind of, you know, these two, these two guys, best friends, hook up online. And because you could feel the, the flesh or whatever, they, they're in a, one is a female, one is a male, but they're under, in the real world, they are both male. And they start doing it with each other. This is not their lifestyle. This is not what their friendship was about. And first they were weirded out by it. And then they started, they kept doing it. What kind of weird depravity are we starting to watch on TV that will become reality? If they put it in a film, more than likely they can do it. Not to an extreme, but I'm just saying. Go ahead, sir. I agree with that, Chris. When, uh, when Hollywood and those that are controlling Hollywood want you to know, because this is, Chris, you already know this. Your listeners are intelligent. They know this. Um, When occultists want you to know, because this is part of their game. They have to tell you what they're doing. Yeah. And when they, and and when they want you to know, they just put it in a movie. They make it, they, they present it to you in a, in a, in a story, in a, Oh man, that was a great, that was a great picture and the storyline, but you know, that part right there. Right. No, they're actually telling you what they're doing. They're actually telling you what they're going to do. And uh, that stuff is, is actually real because when they tell you that's what they're doing or going to do, they're already capable of doing it or have already done it. So this stuff that we've been talking about, folks, all of this, and and listen, we've just scratched the surface in this conversation. There there is so, there is mind-blowing stuff out there that, that, that if, if it was reported, you'd go, get out of here. That's not possible. It's like, I'm just telling you. Yeah. So let's, let's loop back, Chris. Yeah. Contacts that actually have embedded in them uh, receivers and 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 uh, 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 nanotechnology, uh, micro uh, technology that can cast holograms right in front of your face, so you can see these things. Mm-hmm. This is in a, you know how thin a contact is, folks, and they have somehow managed to embed circuitry, electronic circuitry, into these contacts yeah. that are capable communicating with another receiver transponder machines and are actually capable of allowing someone wearing these contacts to see this. Oh my goodness. This stuff is way, way, way past anything that we could imagine right now and they'll roll it out. But when they do, you need to understand they're already using it for nefarious purposes. Yes. They're already using it for evil because that is the dark heart of man apart from God. Control, control, control. It always boils down to that, brother. Yes, indeed. Um, You know, we have facial recognition. We haven't talked about that. (laughs) Um, These contacts are in line with that because imagine now you're in a park and you have these contact lenses and a stranger's walking by and you could just look at him, trace him, and it brings up his name, his profile, his Facebook profile. Who yep. knows? That's right. And That's right. you learn everything about this dude or woman. And he has no, he doesn't suspect a thing. But what if, what if society now, this stuff becomes ubiquitous and everybody's like, oh, well, let me see, that, see, see what that person is. And they know. It's like the video game Watchdogs. Right. If for those of you familiar with it, it was basically this hacker he would go around and read people's information, hack into their system and hack into them personally or whatever. But I want to get to a game um, that kind of links up these com- concepts um, as far as uh, the concept of transhumanism, um, biotechnology, um, 
uh, biometrics, um, Call of Duty. Okay, Call of Duty is a very popular game. I play sometimes, and I used to be very addicted to it, but not anymore because God has changed that. Um, but it's it's kind of good that I I stayed with it because I see the technology, I see the occultism in some of these games because they're made by three different studios. You have Infinity Ward, you have Treyarch, and you have um, Sledgehammer. And so um, in this game now, imagine now what uh, Pastor was um, alluding to earlier is that they want to transfer the consciousness or the soul or, you know, it's basically what they're trying to say. They'll, they'll copy, make a copy, and it'll still be you. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, let's just stick with that concept. You transfer your body to a robot, an avatar, a clone, a hologram, whatever device you choose, right? I think all that's nightmarish anyway. But <laughs> as we go on, in a video game, a uh, first-person shooter, a first-person shooter, for those that don't know, is when you see the gun uh, and the person's hand, but that's all you see. That's a first-person shooter because you're in the first person, okay? When you die, you come back in another body, right? It's not the same body because if you run around the map, that old body's on the floor, right? Get the concept? That's what transhumanism will be like, okay? If they go that, if God let them get that far. There was a game, Unreal Tournament, that really brought it home to me. Um, the guy was on, up in a spaceship above some planet and he would go down to do this, this tournament, this battle. And, you know, he'd die and then rearrange back on the ship, brand new body, same built and everything, but now you got to go back and continue doing, doing the mission, whatever. This comes back to the concept of Star Trek when Captain Kirk or Spock or whoever, they go to the transporter, their atoms get disassembled or molecules and come come back and it, it's not the same body they they actually died <laughs> they came back with in the same uh clone so these concepts have been around for a long time and we're just trying to make them make it clear to you in a very layman form because uh, i'm not academic you know and you know I, I i know some big words i could use but i try not to go all academic on you i try to talk in a regular language so that um you know you can understand you could you could chew on it and and take it somewhere to um basically like i said before form a conversation so i hope that this program uh, is really benefiting you. I'm taking my time today. Usually I'm bam, 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 bam. I'm all over the place. Okay. I'm trying to be laser focused. And we, yeah, we did go into many different directions, but it's all the same concept. It's all the same concept. Tech, tech is going to be everywhere. You won't be able to get away from it. Trust me. I can go into law enforcement. I can go into what happened with COVID and the robot dogs, all this stuff. It's, 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 it's becoming so complacent, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. And I'm sure you feel the same way, sir. Yeah, yeah, and so one final thought, Chris. While, while, while uh, listening to you, you did a great job of tying all this together. Um, this, this scripture comes to mind where Jesus was, was telling people, listen, uh, there is an eternity. You need to understand that. And he said, and don't fear, don't fear the one that can destroy the soul. You should fear the one that can destroy the soul and the body. Yes. Now, when we talk about transhumanism and transferring and could that be, I'm just throwing this out there, mm -hmm. could that be the enemies, one of the enemy's strategies to destroy a soul, which is, which is to say, make it unredeemable. Is that a strategy that the enemy might be advancing whereby the one who is going to become transhuman, human 2.0, AI capable, are they going to have to sign off on the dotted line that their soul belongs to whomever? It's just food for thought, I, folks. I think you need to understand 
the Bible might have been written many, 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 many centuries ago in the Old Testament case. But it's just as relevant today as the day it was written because God is eternal and his message is true. It was true yesterday. It's true today. It'll be true tomorrow. And as long as this creation goes on, God's truth is true. So get into the word, folks. Let me encourage you to do that. Get into the Bible, understand what it says, and then you'll see all of this stuff that Chris and I have been talking about and all of the things that Chris talks about on many other uh, platforms and shows and, and subjects. You'll see it open up in a whole new way, and you'll go, oh, my goodness, I never thought of that before. That's because the Spirit of God is in you, the Word of God is in you, and now you see all of this for what it really is. Amen. Amen. And, and right before we go, I want to I want to touch on that, what you just said, because there's a concept out there that if your DNA gets changed, um, that you won't be able to be saved anymore. Listen, folks, cut it out. <laughs> when you get saved, it's not your body being saved because we get brand new bodies. That's when we become perfect. We get brand new bodies at the rapture or when we go see Jesus, when the, when the first resurrection happened, we get new bodies, okay? So it's not your body being saved, it's your soul. So all the talk about, you know, the vaccine to change the DNA that you can't get saved and all this stuff. No, 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 no. It's far, it's far worse than that, okay? It's not about, because most of our DNA is already changed. We've been eating GMOs for years, okay? And all it takes... <laughs> <laughs> All it takes is 1% to change you from being the human that you were born as. So I just want to leave on that thought. And um, thank you, Pastor Mike, for joining me today. And um, folks, folks, listen, this is serious business. I'm not trying to scare you or anybody else. Just trying to give you good information. And for you, again, it's my third time saying it, for you to share the gospel and don't let them burn. Amen. If you like our videos, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to get all our frequent updates. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.